Welcome to the I Heart My Life show with success coach Emily Williams. Tune in daily to learn how to design a life you love, create more success and wealth, move past fear and blocks, and bring more joy into your life and business. It's time to create a life that's better than your dreams. Hey everyone, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life, and this is the I Heart My Life show. And today you're in for a treat. We have the incredible Amanda Bond with us. She's one of my personal friends, and she's also the owner of The Ad Strategist and is a HubSpot Academy instructor. So Entrepreneur Magazine calls her a Facebook advertising genius due to her unique way of simplifying the complexities of paid traffic with her vast analytical experience. She also has a fiery personality and she mixes education and entertainment in a straight shooting way to show people about the right way to do Facebook advertising. Hint, it's all about creating a strategy. I hope I didn't butcher that. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me here. You uh, are just like glowing as you read that because most people, as they look at the intro, they're like, okay, wait, what? You do Facebook ads, but you're funny and you are a straight shooter. Like, I don't get it. So thank you for introducing me in that lovely way. I'm so pleased to be here, my friend. Yes. Yeah. No, because I know you, I think I get it as well. And I get you. And we've become fast friends over the past year or so. So it's an honor to have you here because I do think you're one of the most brilliant minds online. And, and of course, with Facebook ads, but also you have such a big vision for what's next for you and for your brand and your purpose. So I know we're going to cover all of that today. Absolutely. Cool. So why don't you take us back? What is your I Heart My Life story? How did all of this actually happen? Oh, it's such <laughs> a good one. And everyone has 2020 vision when you look backwards. Yeah. It makes sense how you got to be the person that you are today, doing the things that you are today when you're looking back on the journey. But when you're in it, it doesn't ever make sense. And you're just, <laughs> you know, you're in that position where you hope and you pray for something more, deep down you know that there's something more in life, and that's kind of how my journey started. So if you take back like decades, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, and so that was one of the indicators that entrepreneurship was my calling, but if you were a betting man or a betting woman, you probably wouldn't have bet on me and on this business to finally be a success because there were so many businesses that I owned before this that weren't a success. So if I like go back and look at my career in entrepreneurship, I started out in elementary school, like hawking bracelets to friends I would make with embroidery thread and turn around and flip them for a dollar to wow. making pants and belts and like doing a lot of creative things. But as a numbers person, the ROI of those activities really weren't there. It took a really long time <laughs> to make them. So moved on to the next thing. And after that, it was, I was a painting franchise owner. Okay. I did okay with that. But then I moved on to planning to have a competitive barbecue rig. And most people are probably scratching their head like, wait, what? <laughs> but it was actually, think of it like a traveling road show where you cook ribs and chicken and you compete with other teams <laughs> that like roll along on the highways like transformers. There's these big like rigs 
that you land in a spot that you're going to compete at and they fold out into competitive barbecue kitchens. Wow. That one didn't really get off the ground though because like the the capital investment to build a transformer uh, was quite intense. So that one didn't get off, like didn't pick up and get going. So then I moved on to network marketing and then a freelance social media manager and I tried my hand at corporate. So if you look at all those things, like I said, like you probably wouldn't have bet on the ad strategist being what it is today. Hmm. But there's always been that entrepreneur inside. Always been that entrepreneur inside. And always, as I look back, it's the math side of things. It's the analytical side of things. It's the strategic side of things that is the common thread throughout all of those experiences. And funny enough, me trying to start a barbecue rig, me being in a network marketing company, all of those things stacked one on top of each other to give me the skills that I now use in my business today to get the success that we have with the company. And it all makes sense now in today's moment. Again, it didn't make sense back then. No, I love that you're pointing that out because so many people, they think like, oh gosh, I've just wasted so much time in my corporate career or this degree is not going to serve me. Now I want to go into and start a business. Like, how can I possibly do that? But it all builds on the thing that came before it. Absolutely. And there's no shame in going back to a corporate career once you're in the entrepreneurial journey. Like, At one point, my business, my freelance business, I was doing freelance social media marketing at the time. I wasn't generating enough revenue to sustain myself. And so instead of giving up completely, I took on a corporate job. I went back to work and I actually took on a part-time job on top of that. So I had two jobs plus my freelancing just to make sure that I could pay the bills, be comfortable, not stress out along the way. So there's no shame in doing that as part of your journey. Like we're always arriving meaning there's never like a failure moment. Oh gosh, entrepreneurship didn't work out for me. I got to go back to corporate. It's just a chapter in the story of you. No, I agree completely because so many people that come into our company, the number one thing they want to do is leave that nine to five job. They want to leave like yesterday. But actually, if you're going into your business, wondering how you're going to pay your bills, how you're going to buy food, pay for your electricity, it's not good to bring that energy of like desperation to your client calls and to your business. It doesn't work out too well. No. And people can feel that, right? Clients can feel when you're showing up in that way of this is do or die, or I'm not going to be able to put food on the table. And I really want to encourage people to not let themselves get into that situation if possible, right? Like, of course, I've had those experiences even now with the success of our business. It's always about managing cash flow, planning for the future. And so sometimes to this day, I'm still like, ooh, that was a lot of outflow last month. Like, I wonder if we're going to be able to pay, you know, rent next month. And then I'm like, okay, Bon, remember, you're not at that stage of business. Of course you can. (laughs) Yes, I know. I know the feeling. Cool. So tell us. So tell us about when you discovered Facebook ads. Was it like, this is it? Like, what was the, how did all this happen? Well, it was kind of, but before that, it wasn't. It was me boosting posts for a dollar a day. And I say that a little bit facetiously because I now say to people, don't boost posts because that's just handing over your money to Facebook. 
But when I was a social media manager, I actually included that in my contract. So looking back, looking back at my monthly retainers, I think I charged clients $67 a week for Facebook ad management, which included me creating graphics in Canva and a dollar a day boosting posts. Oh my gosh. So- <laughs> oh my gosh. When was That's- this? This was 2013, 2014. Okay. So a good, a good four or five years yeah. ago doing that. But you know, now we've spent millions in ad spend. Now it's different, but that's how I started out. And I was starting out just as a social media manager who really hated sharing the results with my clients in just how many impressions that we got in that week or in that month, right? Because online impressions don't pay the bills. So when I'd report that back to my clients, they'd be like, cool, how is that affecting our bottom line? Cool, how is that generating more sales revenue? And so me loving spreadsheets, being a ridiculous like nerd that I am, I just started asking myself, what could we be doing differently to solve that problem? And so that was my parlay into the ads side of the equation because I figured out, a dollar spent, we could track to see a dollar earned. It's not just about the impressions in that case. Yeah. So it was a a lot of trial and error, but the da-da-da-da moment was the day that I figured out what retargeting actually was. So I was doing a ton of learning with Facebook advertising, and I kept hearing it, retargeting, remarketing, like reminder marketing, retargeting. What the heck is that? Well, what it actually was in the moment that I had that big realization was that if people come to your website and you've placed this tiny little snippet of code on that website, you can tell Facebook, hey, put a Facebook ad in front of those people again. And so in my head, I was like, wait a minute. So if they land on this blog and there's an opt-in, like there's a freebie that they can download just by giving their email address, but they don't do it, you're telling me that I can just put an ad in front of them again and ask them to download it, or you know, I could go in a different direction, and my head exploded. (laughs) And that was the day that I was like, I'm all in on this Facebook game. This is really cool and a really fascinating, smart, dynamic way for business owners to do their marketing versus you know, direct mailing campaigns or versus telemarketing style campaigns, for example. And what makes you, the way you do things, so different to other ad strategists? Ooh, great question. So we ran a Facebook ads agency, which we've pivoted and now we're more of a training and consultancy. And so I actually shut down the Facebook ads agency and took approximately four months to dissect that exact question. I was like, why are we getting better results than our competitors? Why are our clients having massive success? And the answer is we don't do what 95% of marketers and 95% of advertisers do. And we don't just put one ad in front of people asking them to hand over their email address before building a relationship. So for us, it's all about putting people through three phases of a customer journey, right? Like not once, never see you again. It is a customer journey where we're warming them up and indoctrinating them into our clients' brands. 
Then once we have a relationship with people, we're offering them lead magnets or freebies or webinar experiences to kick off the sales process. But we don't stop there. We nurture them through that sales process. Mm. So if you've ever been on Facebook and like you see a Facebook ad from somebody that you've never seen before and they're trying to get you on their next webinar, I say pump the brakes. Like if, if you're that advertiser, yeah. pump the brakes and actually add a few checkpoints, a few touch points before you ask people to give up something that they value, like their email address, and make a micro commitment to your brand. What would that look like? It could just be like amplifying your live streams. It could be uh, putting a how-to video or a here's what we're about video in front of cold audiences or taking the most engaging content from your Facebook page or your Instagram and amplifying that to people first. So they come in, they see you, they get to know you, they're indoctrinated into your brand. And then once they decide, hey, is this somebody that can help me with the transformation? Is this a product or service that can help me achieve the results that I'm lo like looking for? If that's the case, then when you put a lead generation ad, so you put an ad in front of them asking for an email to start the sales process, people are more likely to do it because they've already seen a few videos. They've yeah. already seen some case studies. They've already seen you engaging like the brand personality that you are or like the product or service that you are. I love that. Yeah, so smart. And it's kind of like, I mean, everyone uses the dating analogy, but like you're not going to give it all away, you know, the first date or most exactly. people. Yeah. Um, and so you have to warm them up a little bit with the videos or something else. That makes total sense. Yeah, so we do one thing that's super extreme where we don't target cold traffic to any of our opt-ins. So we're never going to cold tra traffic. We're always sending our cold traffic to what we call the connect phase, that branding phase, to warm them up with videos and content. Mm. Once they're there, then we start putting things to get them into our sales funnel in front of them. Yes, got it, I love that. So one point that you kind of touched on is that it, you had this wildly successful agency, but you decided to shut it down. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because that's super brave. Thank I'd love you. to hear more. Uh, at the time, it was kind of crazy yeah. because it was our best month in business. And I was waking up in the morning in tears. And so that was an indicator that something was wrong, something was out of alignment, and I needed to do something about it. And so for me, I just like I felt so much pressure because I didn't have the systems in place to create the success that I wanted for myself and my clients. I mean, I went from glorified freelancer who was highly in demand to building out a team that was incredible, but it wasn't Bond making the decisions and Bond hadn't taken the time to actually figure out what those decisions were so that I could communicate that and give that to somebody else to make those decisions. So I could have kept going, I could have pushed through, but I had to listen to what my body and what my heart was telling me at that moment. And I was so burnt out 
from just sheer hustle and pushing through that one day I just woke up and I was like, I got to let everyone go and we are going to start the transition process. And I jokingly say I blew it up, right? Because it seemed like it came out of left field, but our clients, they had a lot of time to know that this was coming. They were actually encouraging me to go take the time to really find out what my soul's calling was. And I mean, it's a year later now, just over a year since we shut down the agency. And I'm still figuring out those things every single day. But at that time, it just wasn't an agency. And I understand that's just part of the journey of figuring it out. Yeah, and I think that happens for a lot of people. And like I said, I think it's so brave that you were able to follow that. But you wake up and you get to the point where it's like, there's no other option for me. I can't keep doing this because it doesn't feel good. And when we don't feel good, it's not going to work anyway, at least not to the, the degree or the level of success that I know that you desire and know you're capable of. And so alignment, you know, if, if someone watching today, you know, doesn't believe in that, it's really just feeling good. And it's feeling like you're on fire for the work that you're doing. And when you're an entrepreneur, you have to really care about what you do because it's so much of your life and your time and your energy. Like you have to feel something for your work. Absolutely. Has that ever happened to you where you were just feeling off course with something and then you pivoted around it? Yeah, I mean, right now we're completely changing our business. Um, We're not like blowing anything up, nothing's shutting down, but we're changing and we're moving into a new chapter and a new phase. And, you know, I've gotten to the point many times where, like you said, like I I, I know something's off because my body will tell me whether Mm. it's waking up like really sad, waking up, you know, um, feeling that anxiety or that pressure that you're talking about. And then you just know that something's off. And I even said to James the other day, um, not the other day, but about a month or two ago, I said, you know, at this point, I would like leave this house, I would go and move on the beach. You know, I'd rather do that than keep doing this, this in the same way going forward, because it just doesn't feel good. And I know I'm not in alignment. And so when I get to that point, because you know me, I love my stuff, I love my shoes. Um, But when I get to that point, like if I'm literally willing to go and live on a beach, then I know that something needs to change. And when you run a company called I Heart My Life, you can't not heart your life. So just like you said, you know, clients have been super supportive. People I've shared this with, you know, they get it. And they're actually, you know, in admiration around being able to have the courage to change things. It just goes to show that no matter where you are in business, that you're allowed to change, you're allowed to pivot. In fact, one of the, the big lessons that I like to share with people is in these moments, your pivot is more towards, I'm going to be like mathematical and talk about results, but like your pivot is more towards the ROI. Like we could keep going with an agency. We could keep going in our current business model. You could keep going in anything that you're doing, but the pivot is just like a recalibration towards the future ROI. And those things are allowed, right? Like sure we're entrepreneurs and sure we're building assets. We're building businesses that can run without us, but we're still humans in this experience as well. And it's okay to change. It's okay to evolve. And the crazy part is when I said earlier, like if you were a betting man, and you said, hey, would the ad strategist be the thing that really worked for Bond? You would have said no, because I had pivoted so many times before that. And people will still show up and support you through whatever evolution of you that becomes. Exactly. And for us to think that we're not going to change is ridiculous because we're different people from that girl at, you know, in 2013 when you first started doing this or whatever. Okay. And so, of course, we're going to be different and and 
what's going to come from that will be different. Yeah. And even, I mean, when we met each other just, I think it was a year ago or so, like we're completely different people than we were then. I've seen evolution in you. I'm sure you've seen the same in me. And you know, that's only, that's only 12 months worth of time. Heck that evolution happens like day over day, month over month. And so you can't not expect yourself to, to go through these pivots and evolution along the way. Totally. So we're gonna take a quick break. I wanna dive more into this in just a second. So we'll be back in a second. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. here back with Amanda Bond. So before the break, we were talking all about the shifts and changes that come with running a business. So Bond, I'd love to know a little bit more about the current work that you're doing and, um, you know, even what's coming up later this year for you. Oh, such a fun question because I gave myself permission after shutting down my agency and in 2018 to have fun and figure it out. So I took financial pressure off myself. I restructured my team in a way that our expenses were very limited, but our bandwidth, our our potential for like our capacity was high. And so it gave me the time and space to just have fun this year. So that has been a lot of getting up on stages and sharing my message, uh, collaborations with brands that I admire, like HubSpot Academy and Social Media Examiner. Just a year of going out there and experimenting without the pressure of, oh my gosh, what is my revenue going to be this month? How am I going to pay my team? What is even happening? I have to produce, produce, produce. So it's been a year of ups and downs, but expected ups and downs. I gave myself permission to get on stage and share my message without any expectation of outcome. I've also had some bad moments on stage where I was, I started my presentation with a bang. I was out there, you know, giving that opening that I know so well. And then all of a sudden my voice started sounding like, you know, when you're on YouTube and that video is buffering and so it'll like play a snap and then it'll stop and then it'll crackle with some noise and then it'll stop. That was my voice on stage uh, one time this year. And I almost had a panic attack. I blurted out, can somebody get me some water? (laughs) (laughs) And so I just rolled with it, right? So just trying to get out of my comfort zone to put myself in a new vantage point, a new experience, really getting in touch with other people through masterminds and reaching out and just having real heart to heart conversations, but not focused on the numbers. So I don't really have a finite answer other than, you know, in the background, we have a digital program that's rocking and rolling. We help people turn that digital attention into revenue with Facebook ads. 
But the evolution of Bond is all about having fun this year and seeing where it takes me. And it's just really cool to watch where all these little incremental steps do take somebody in their journey. Yeah, I love that you keep saying you gave yourself permission, because I think that's something that stops people. They think they're not allowed to, whether it's experience fun or change or, you know, shut down something or um, fire people or whatever it is, they like stop themselves from moving forward with whatever it is that's calling them. And they'll also stop from moving forward if they feel like they don't have all the answers yet. But you're really not supposed to have all the answers yet, because you're still becoming that person, that next stage of you and getting the clarity And the best thing you can do is be open and, you know, move forward and figure it out as you go along. Absolutely. I'm in a mastermind with some like OGs of internet marketing. And one of the women, she's had her business for 10 years in the internet marketing space. And every single day, she's still figuring out the next evolution of the brand. And funny thing with the permission In her experience, in her business, she was actually putting herself last behind the team, behind each individual person's needs other than herself. And it was amazing to see at our last mastermind retreat together, her give herself permission to put her first, right? Like to not make sure the copywriter's retainer is the highest priority because you've had that relationship with a copywriter for such a long time. Like saying, hey, maybe we don't need you 12 months a year. We actually are only writing four months a year or six months a year instead of just like keeping them on because that's what you've done in the past, right? So it was really cool to see somebody who is an OG. What's an OG? Original gangsta. <laughs> like, am I supposed of, to know that? Maybe. Uh, one of like the first in the space that I know of. Like, I used to, I used to see her stuff before I ever got my business to where it is, and she inspired me. She was always so innovative and still continues to be. But it's cool to know that wherever you are in your journey, I've been doing the freelance social media marketing. I've been running Facebook ads for going on four to five years now. She's been doing it for double and she still has to give herself permission to do certain things. And that's okay because we don't have to have everything figured out along the way. Like I do need to give myself permission to slow down and to, you know, not push myself to be like, Oh my gosh, we haven't done six figures this month. Right. It's like, okay, sure. But that's the time of our business that we're in. That's the season of our business that we're in. And that time will come. But right now we're in we're in what's what's the farm analogy when you're like planting crops before the harvest? Maybe you're just maybe I'm just planting some crops right now. Just because I'm from Ohio doesn't mean (laughs) I know that. (laughs) Uh, I I figured, you know, I just threw you in that bucket. Uh, But like this is the season that I'm planting the future harvest that's to come. And so I'm okay with not seeing those results, but taking massive action along the way to move me closer to whatever those future goals may become. So it's obvious based the way based on the way you're speaking that you've done a lot of work on yourself, like mindset work and just, you know, creating thought habits and beliefs that that really move you forward. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. I have worked with some great professionals on the mindset, the business coaching, the personal therapy aspect of things. In fact, 
in my business, the first year that we incorporated, we did a quarter of a million dollars and I actually didn't generate any profit on top of just my general wage that I paid myself because every single thing that I made, I invested back into myself. Yeah. I invested into the person that I was to become in this process of entrepreneurship. So most people, you know, when they make six figures, when they have a great launch, they're like, oh, I've made it. But that's just one like proof of result that you can do this again and again. So it's important to invest in yourself, to get a coach, to get support, to go to therapy, to work through trauma and past hurts. Like all of these things make us stronger humans and strong humans build stronger businesses Mm. because they're in there doing the work and digging deep within themselves. Yeah, I agree completely. And I recently added it up and James and I have spent about 400,000 in the past four years on personal development and coaches. Yeah. So I'm right there with you. I'm so proud of you. I, I truly am because it takes a certain kind of person to sit back and put the ego aside and say, we're investing for that long term. We're investing in us. So I'm crazy proud of you. I'm crazy proud of everyone listening who's even spent a dollar on putting yourself first and doing that inner work because it is so freaking important. I love the analogy of like when people think of ourselves like onions where we're just constantly peeling back those layers and the work will never be done. It's just up to us to decide really how far we want to go and how fast and then make investments, get support based on where we are in our own seasons, where we are in our own businesses and where we want to go and how fast. Do you think that the fact that the online world and entrepreneurship is changing so rapidly, do you think that affects us and our need to change with it? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, there's service providers out there. Like for example, they are so valuable because of how fast the industry changes. But then as business owners, there's a lot of things that come along with fast moving technology. We actually jokingly call them with the Facebook advertising side of the equation. We call them ad motions. So like ad fueled emotions that happen when you're spending more money on Facebook ads, when you're putting yourselves out there to higher level of launching, you're investing more in the business. Even getting on Facebook Live. (laughs) Even getting on Facebook Live. Like there's a lot of emotions and mindset things that you need to overcome along the way. With a client of ours, actually, I remember a time where I love analyzing past results because if you don't know where you've been, it's hard to project where you're going. Yeah. And so I dissected everything. I looked at their results. They were incredible. And I think the ROI of something was like 15x. So meaning every dollar they spent on Facebook ads, they were generating 15 back with this one thing that they were working on. I mean, if you invested your money in the stock market, like you wouldn't get anything close to it. You yeah. wouldn't even get two, right? So $1 in, $15 out, everything was ready and set up to do it again in the future. And so I recommended, hey, we know the formula here. Of course, there's going to be some variables. Some things will change. So it might not be 15x. It might only be seven. Who knows? But I was like, let's spend a little bit more this time to 
get exponential results. So let's spend double yeah. and potentially double your results. Well, with the client, that was such a mindset thing to think, oh my gosh, I'm gonna invest five figures up front and cross my fingers and hope it works. And I'm like, friend, like it just worked, you know, four months ago. Yeah. Of course you have the formula to do this, but our mind gets in our way and our mind's like, oh my gosh, I've never invested that much up front on Facebook ads. And those feel so uncontrollable. And so it's important to remember like, no matter whether it's a tactical thing like Facebook ads to move your business forward, whether it's pivoting, whether it's just anything in your business, there's going to be mindset things that just pop up and try and stop you along the way. Totally. I love it. We could talk about this for days. <laughs> so you mentioned that, you know, there's still things that you're feeling out. You're getting clarity as you go along. Is there anything right now that you do know for sure that's in your future that you're currently maybe even speaking into reality, as I like to call it? Yes. So I, I like that speaking into reality. Can you actually tell me more now? I'm like, hi, yeah. teacher. Yeah, so I speak everything into reality. And so let me give you a tangible example. Right now, I have a picture of Oprah in front of me. And I know that I will work with her in some capacity um, in the very near future. And so I tell everyone about that. Who knows how it's going to happen, but I speak it into reality. When I went to a book launch party for one of my friends a few years ago, I went up to one of the publishers and said, I want to have a book with you. I spoke that into reality. I now have a book deal with them. So it's just saying out loud what you know is in the future for you what's on its way and bringing it you know even more to the forefront of your mind and starting to say it with such conviction that you know it's not even a possibility that it won't happen oh I love this and as soon as you started describing it the answer is yes I know exactly what it is and so for me I I say that I want to or I aspire now I'm going to say I will be the yep. female version of John Oliver, so from last week tonight, of the business world. So I really want to be a media personality who goes out there and educates people by taking complex business issues and breaking it down to its simplest form so that people can take action. That Amazing. is the vision that I'm working towards. And it's terrifying to say <laughs> out loud, but now you've given me permission to speak it into reality. So thank you. Exactly. And you don't know who's watching, who has a spot available for a new media personality doing that exact thing who will now come calling. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Now I'm going to go tell everyone this. So like, <laughs> you're not going to hear any more Facebook ads education from me this week. I'm just going to be talking about the future vision of Bond. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. Well, I can totally see that. I mean, you just have this energy that's like nothing I've experienced and the way that you do break things down in such a simple way. It's just so powerful. And I think for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, it can be really scary with things moving so rapidly and especially with the tech side of things and even something like Facebook ads, which sometimes feels a bit intangible and you don't know if it's actually going to work out. You have to put a lot of faith into it. Like the way you break things down is so it's just amazing and it's appreciated. Thank you so much. I'm like getting all emotional over here. Aww. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you too. So one of the other things I know is that you have a kind of new relationship, even though you guys have known each other for a long time. So is that part of the having fun this year? Oh, great question. Uh, yes, we're doing a lot of traveling and 
backstory, uh, my partner, my boyfriend, we've known each other and he, we went to university together. We were in business classes together over a decade ago and we've remained incredible friends throughout the years. Like we were always friends that not necessarily stayed in touch every day or even every month, but I always viewed him as somebody who was a business mentor to me. And fun fact, when I started my business, he was actually one of the main mentors and advisors that pushed me out of the nest all those years ago to say, go out there and do it. You can absolutely make this happen. And so we've been together for over a year now. It's been absolutely magical. But every single thing that we do to work on ourselves, we're also doing to work on our relationship. And, you know, whether that mean we're traveling and going to really cool places, we're investing in masterminds together so that we could have shared experiences or just making time for date night. Like we're doing a lot of work to make the relationship as strong as it possibly can because we're in it for the long haul. And just like you're in it for the long haul with business, we're investing in the future of who we're becoming as people alongside of each other, not just as individuals. Yeah, I'm so glad you shared that story. And I just wanted to bring that up because we had the opportunity to have dinner with you guys. And you're such a special couple. And it's obvious that you really do work on your relationship and that you both care so much about the success and the health of, of your you know union partnership. And it was just really amazing to to witness. Thank you so much. It was so much yeah. fun to, to see the same in you guys and to sit down and have that opportunity to to chat with different entrepreneurs who are both entrepreneurs, right? Like couples where the man and the woman are both in business in some degree. So yeah. thank you for that opportunity. Thank you guys for always just opening your hearts and and you know sharing yourselves with your audience, with the show, with other people over dinner. It's really special. And I just love being a part of it. We both have men in our lives who bring us green juice. Absolutely. <laughs> Even though I win like every time I drink it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this green juice. Is <laughs> so ridiculous. But yes, they absolutely do. Fun fact, actually, the very first time uh, that my boyfriend Boris and I went out on a date, I called one of my friends and I gushed and I said, I just met my Tony Robbins. <laughs> it was just that moment because I see so much in him. We've been friends for so long. And like, I just met meaning, you know, I, yeah. I found him in the relationship capacity. And I was like, this, this guy is so special and I'm going to become the best version of myself that commands a relationship that is the best version of a relationship that it can be. But mm. just like business, like it takes work, right? Yeah. Like it takes coaching. It takes going to personal therapy. Like it takes all those things to show up as that woman. Mm. I love the way you put that though. It's a great reminder for people. Who do you like, who do you need to be to have that relationship, to have that business, whatever it is, it's, it's the same. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's take one more quick break and we come back. I want to talk about some more future things um, and get an idea of what's next for you. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep, but it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. 
Healthy Cell Pro is the only multi-nutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Hey everyone, back with Amanda Bond here today. So we're having so much fun talking about relationships, mindset, really feeling into the journey of entrepreneurship. So Bond, I'd love to know what's next for you this year. Is there anything that people can purchase, any way that they can work with you? Absolutely. We have a system that I was sharing about before with Facebook advertising that we've turned into a digital program called simply the strategy system. And so I'd love to invite anyone who is a business owner that's looking to generate more attention and turn that into revenue through Facebook ads to come check us out on the Facebook page where I share lots of information and talk more about the program. Alternatively, I'm going to be starting these really fun two-day in-persons where you actually come to Toronto and you create your social media sales machine. So not only do you get your three phases of your Facebook advertising customer journey, but then you learn how to bring and attract organic attention to put that onto overdrive. So I'm really excited to be unveiling that a little bit later in the year. But again, it's just a year for me to have fun and really connect with our clients in a deep way to help them achieve transformation in their business, to help them get the results that is possible for each person, each client, each life or life that we touch along yeah. the way. Oh, I love that. And I didn't even know about your in-person. So that's so exciting. Yeah, it's lucky a- people. I, I am, I'm going to be honest, I am a little bit nervous because for the last few years we've done business primarily online. And yeah. so I had to be real with myself that I was missing that human connection of being in the same room and walking away with a tangible plan, with tangible results, with action steps that you can go delegate to your team, with like knowing that you have the blueprint for success. Like, I was missing that. I was going yeah. a little bit stir crazy, just working in my home office each day. And so it was really for me to connect deeper with the clients. Like that's so important. And I realized that over the last few years, I lost that because the relationship that I have with my computer <laughs> is how, you know, is how I have client conversations is how I get on in live stream and do interviews. So I'm really excited to add that human element back to get people even faster transformation and results. Are you an introvert? I am a mad introvert. You? Yes. You're an introvert as well? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love socializing, but I recharge by myself. Yeah. And so I'll do like these extrovert bursts of, (laughs) you know, showing up, playing big and then I come home and I like curl up in a little blankie. It's why I'm always wearing like scarves and stuff. Interesting. I feel like curled up in it. Yeah, I resonate with that. I mean, James is like the last person to leave the party, but I'm good after a few <laughs> hours. Like I get my fix. It's much faster and then I need to be on my own. 
Absolutely. I totally resonate with that. And our relationship is the same over here. Like he's the complete extrovert, like chatty Sally is what we call him when we go out. And I'm like, okay, I talked to like four people really deep, right? Like, I, yeah, you know, maybe yeah, only yeah. one person, but we go really deep and he's just the life of the party. So I totally resonate with you guys. <laughs> For us, it is all about people who are already spending money on Facebook ads. They're just not getting the results that they're seeking. And so, our sweet spot is usually people that are spending around 10K and up a month on Facebook ads because what we can do is really come in and optimize that level of spend. Yeah. A, a fun little caveat that has evolved almost naturally pivoting towards the ROI is we're chatting with a lot more corporations actually who are spending upwards of 50K, 100K a month. And they're taking these elements of the internet marketing industry, like with the customer journey, with adding in their social media sales machine on top of it. And they're like, we see you guys over here. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. And so we're starting to have a lot more conversations with the corporate side of things. But we love working with the entrepreneur. We yeah. love working with the people that are agile and they're able to move fast and they have complete buy-in and they really just give their clients massive transformation in what they're doing. But similar to you that aren't in startup mode, right? Like they're already spending money on ads. So they're generating revenue. They've yeah. gotten to a certain point. Now they're ready to take it to the next level. That is who I love working with and especially people that are selling consistently. I see a lot of entrepreneurs actually limit or bottleneck their success because they've gotten trapped into this launch model thinking that if you don't create artificial scarcity, people aren't going to buy. Well, I want to let you know that it's completely possible to sell without artificial scarcity our own program is set up to continuously let people enter into the program. We like we talk about our we highlight our features and our benefits, but there's no timers, there's no price changes, there's no nothing, and people love that because it's about making the right decision for their business at any given time, and we just help them make that right decision. So I love working with entrepreneurs who are selling consistently and not just living launch to launch. Yeah, no, I love that as well. And so what is it that you're seeing that is really working right now with entrepreneurs besides what you've mentioned so far? Uh, I mean, I just want to go deeper on that customer journey element. Yeah. It's not necessarily about hitting a massive audience and then doing like a lot of lead gen, building up a wait list and then going. It's about figuring out what people need to make a purchase transaction from you. What are the objections they have? What are the mindset blocks? What proof do they need to see from other people? Why don't they believe that they can do it themselves? And then we need to reverse engineer the experience to get them to that point of making a purchase decision. So for us, we love doing that with Facebook ads because we send it to Facebook and Instagram where people already are hanging out They're, you know, they're there. It's the right people at the exact right time and they don't have to open an email to see the content. Yeah. But instead of just doing like one ad and then opening cart in email, it's like, how can we bring the experience to them to get more people to have the information that they need to make that purchase decision? 
Those yeah. are the people that I'm seeing having the greatest level of success when they essentially ungate their customer experience. Yeah. And how do you feel about email open rates right now? It is what it is. Um, I mean, I've built my business to what it is with less than 3000 people on my email list. So like I've never personally invested a lot into email. Yeah. Um, but you know, if people open them awesome, if they don't, you can always retarget them on Facebook. That's cool too. <laughs> True. <laughs> Amazing. So in terms of you, you know, I always ask my guests here what you've been able to do to create a life that's better than your dreams. But first of all, would you say your life is better than your dreams? I have moments where I just look out the window. I have floor to ceiling um, windows here and I just look out the window at the beautiful view and I get really emotional and full of gratitude because the way that my life is today, all of the challenges, all of the experience that I have today is something that I've dreamt about in previous versions of myself. So the days that I take a moment to just feel that it overcomes me with emotion because I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is, <laughs> this is literally my dreams manifest. The challenge with that is our ego because then we want to say cool, but we're not here yet. Right? Like yeah. we're not, we're not at the level that we want to be yet. Sure. You achieved those things that you thought about three years ago, 10 years ago. So it's just important in those moments to like remind yourself to stay full of that gratitude of how far you've come, because this is that constant journey of evolution along the way. But it's yeah, still where your mind away. is like, yeah, and what's next? <laughs> right? And yeah, that's just I get stupid it. nature. <laughs> yeah, so really making sure that you stay in that place of gratitude. Do you have a gratitude practice? I don't. Um, I do journal a lot, and I do try and find joy in the small moments. Some days it works, some days it doesn't. Yeah. And some days it hits you so profoundly, like it knocks you off your feet. Yeah, the one moment in my journey that just was so profound, I had at that time one social media marketing client. Uh, I was charging them $350 a month, which also included a dollar a day in ad spend on my own oh my credit gosh. card. Right? So that was one client. I quit my corporate sales job and I bought a ticket to Bali. And I was just like, I'm going to go. I'm going to give myself two months to figure out this business thing. And I don't know what's going to happen. I have zero money. Like my credit card's going to be max soon, but it's sink or swim. Yeah. And the, it was about a month in to being in Bali. And I had found this amazingly gorgeous uh, little condo apartment to be there that had this pristine pool overlooking rice fields and the sky in Bali. Oh my gosh, I can't even, it's like the most beautiful thing ever. And I was swimming in the pool one day just by myself in nature. And all of a sudden I started bawling tears of gratitude to the universe because that moment was so raw. And that moment was so much that I had sacrificed without knowing whatever the outcome would be. And it just like overtook me and I cried and I just thanked the universe so much for all of its glory. And like still to this day, I can, I can go back to that moment and feel it along the way. 
Oh my gosh, I can just see you there. I love that. I had a similar experience in Bali. It's there's something magical about that. Absolutely. It happens to me every time. Like when I first moved to London, I had to live in a hostel because I didn't, you know, have any money. And it was like this tiny little room. And then the bathroom, it was a handicapped bathroom. So it was massive. So I had my four suitcases in there. And James and I happened to pass it quite regularly because it's in a very central part of London. And every time I pass that place, I'm like, you know, if if that girl could only see me now, you know, she would know that there's really nothing to worry about. And I think it's important to tap in to who you once were and bring her to this moment because you can really remind yourself that anything you're worried about right now, like that girl would be so proud of you and you really don't have anything to worry about because at some point, you know, eight years from now, you're going to look back and be like, you know, she was awesome. She was doing okay. Oh my gosh. When you put it that way, it's so profound. Yeah. Um, do you ever do when the future you visits you? Yes. That That is one of my favorite exercises when you're feeling really connected, when you're like, I got that straight line to source right now. Like, let's have a visit from future bond. Uh, I did this. I do this practice about once a year and I vision the future me coming to the room that I'm in, like in, in that moment and imparting to me the wisdom that I need to get to the level that I'll achieve within the next year. And so it's happened twice now where future bond comes in and the outfit that she's wearing, the way that she looks somehow manifests in a way that I don't really have a part in. So the dress, the outfit that I wore in future bond vision was actually gifted to me the following year. And I was like, what is happening? This is so cool. And the first year that I did it, it was like bond stay the course. You're almost there. And wow. that was what she had said. And I was like, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just want to cry right now. Cause I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the future of my business looks like. Am I like, am I even adding value to the world? And future bond was just like, stay the course. Like don't give up. You're on the brink. Wow. And I remember it so powerfully. And I do that from time to time. And she comes in with some, some like, bomb advice. So if you don't do that, I highly recommend giving that uh, practice a try. I've done it before, but not to the level I think you're describing. Mine's always just really bossy. And she's like, don't worry, like, what's your problem? Like, stop freaking out. <laughs> That's great advice, too. That's yeah. great advice, too. <laughs> I'm curious to know what outfit were you wearing? Uh, it's actually the profile picture on my personal, no, on my business Facebook page. Um, it is the, the, the corally dress yeah. that I'm wearing. Um, and so two or three years ago now, I think it is, I was wearing that dress in my future vision wow. and then it manifests. Amazing. Yeah. So back to the initial question. So how would you recommend people create a life better than their dreams? Oh, how would you recommend it? Okay. The way that I like to look at things because I love numbers, because I love spreadsheet, because I love math, is that the only way for us to create success is to modify the actions that we control. And so what I mean by that is like success is an outcome. We can't wake up one day and be like, I want success today. And then today, you know, be the day that whatever that success looks like, you experience and achieve that outcome. For example, like with sales calls, you could be like, I want 10 new customers, 
But if you get on 10 sales calls, you might only have four new customers, right? So like you can't say, you can't affect the outcome of those sales calls. What you can affect is the number, the input of anything that you do do. So in that like sales calls example, sure, I can affect whether people are going to say yes or no to becoming my client. But what I can control in that moment is how many sales calls that I'm going to make. So for me, the way that I look at absolutely everything is you don't control success. You just control the inputs that then can ultimately lead to success over time. So like if every day you say, I'm going to show up and I'm going to add these like six inputs to my day today, and then I'm going to do it tomorrow and then the next day and then the next day, all of a sudden you have 24 actions stacked upon each other that are leading to success. And then over time, the results of those things are going to compound. I mean, take when you and I met each other, for example, a year ago, right? Like I could have chose not to join that mastermind, but because I chose to join the mastermind, because I chose to travel to New York, we met each other. Now we have incredible conversations where we support and help each other strategize. Like all of that is compounding just from the action that I took of joining that mastermind and making the decision because that was the only thing that I could control in that moment to create the future of what I want my success to look like. That's amazing. I've, you know, I obviously am an advocate for massive action, but I've never heard it put like that. That's incredible. I love it. We're going to totally get that and it's going to change their lives. Perfect. I'll make them all spreadsheet dashboards so they can track everything along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So tell us where everyone can find you online. Absolutely. I'd love to have everyone join me over on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the ad strategist. It's where I rant on all the things. I share lots of Facebook ads knowledge, and I just love hanging out with this amazing community that we've created over there. So I'd love for people to come join me. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being such an incredible guest. It's been one of my favorite interviews. I know people are going to love it. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And for everyone watching, I'm Emily Williams. Remember what Amanda said. This is just your current chapter. Continue to move forward. Trust your instincts. It's all unfolding as it's meant to. Trust that your alignment is on its way and that anything is possible for you. So until next time, I'll see you on the new episode of the I Heart My Life show. Have an amazing day and we'll talk soon. Bye.